Hello and welcome to the Best and Brightest Show. I'm Peace Mitchell and I'm co-founder of Oz Mompreneur and the Women's Business School. The Women's Business School runs a six-month incubator program for pre-launch and early stage businesses to really help them get all of the foundations in place for their business. We also have a six-month accelerator program for more established businesses who are wanting to scale internationally or expand their business. Both of these programs are currently running for 2021. Our next intake will be happening in early 2022. So keep an eye out later in the year if you are thinking about joining us for the Women's Business School programs. Today on the show, we're so excited to have very special guests joining us, Stevie and Nadia from Active Truth. Hello and welcome, Stevie and Nadia. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? We're really good, thank you. It's so great to have you here on the podcast. For people who haven't met you before, I'd love you just to tell us a bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah, so we are the founders of Active Truth, which is a size-inclusive activewear brand. Uh, we became friends about 10 years ago now. We moved to Brisbane on the same day into either side of a uh, duplex townhouse and uh became fast friends. We both had uh, new little babies um, and new to the area. Um, so we sort of bonded around walking around the local parks. Um, and yeah, so it was a friendship to start with. Um, we became pregnant with our second kids at the same time. And it was right after that, that we started going to the gym together, joined the gym, put the kids in the crèche. Um, and um, through that, we started searching for new activewear because our bodies had changed a lot after having two babies. And we realised it wasn't as easy as we hoped it would be um, to find a decent pair of tights. So, you know, the idea of going to a Westfield <laughs> to try on a Lycra with two kids in tow was um, not appealing at all. So we were shopping online, finding brands through Instagram, and they just weren't performing. So um, we started talking to our friends um, and realised that uh, a lot of women were having the same problem, um, particularly our friends who um, were wearing, uh, you know, size 16, the average size woman in Australia is a size 16, um, and she was having even more trouble than us. So um, not only were the tights that we were finding um, in your standard stores uh, not performing, but she didn't even have the um, range of choice that we had. Um, generally, it was black, baggy, poor performing, go into a department store, you're back into the back corner. So I guess it started the um, wheels turning about, you know, why isn't there a brand out there that's catering to a wider range of women um, and also, you know, that's celebrating women. So much of the marketing out there, especially around active wear, is um, designed to make women feel bad about themselves, prey on insecurities, tell you you should be skinnier or fitter or stronger. Um, and we just, um, yeah, we thought there was space for a brand that really, um, yeah, celebrated women, made women feel good about themselves. Whether you're getting out for a 10-minute walk around the block or you're doing a CrossFit class, you know, everyone's doing a really great job finding time in their busy lives to be active. So that's where the seed started for Active Truth. And then now we're five years in, it's sort of grown beyond our wildest dreams and we've got a, a team of 12 here in Brisbane um, and, yeah, absolutely loving it. <laughs> It's so good. I, lo I love your story. And I love that at the heart of everything you do, you're looking at ways to include women and make them feel more confident and better about themselves and give them options and alternatives that just didn't exist in the market before. 
So absolutely. Yeah, keep going. What were you going to say? And you know, sort of from that, I guess the other big part of the business I didn't mention is the maternity side, um, maternity and postnatal um, activewear. So we started um, just with uh, regular activewear, but soon we realised that the maternity space was some, another area that was really underserved by the market. And you know, women, when you're pregnant, you still want to stay active. Um, you know, Nadia was wearing her husband's shorts when she was pregnant, and I was wearing some nice see-through cotton um, bonds tights, which were, you know, couldn't get a sweat going in them. So, um, yeah, we really do look to uh, solve problems from maternity to our tall and petite ranges. It's really about um, who, who's the customer out there that's being underserved by the market and how can we help them? Yeah, it's just fantastic. And I love that you've grown, you know, you've grown so quickly in five years. You're now employing women. You've got 12 staff members who are working with you. Um, but I'm sure that some challenges come with that kind of fast growth. I mean, we found you back in 2017 through the Osmopreneur Awards when you were just starting out. And even then, you know, we could see the huge potential for your brand and you've just continued to skyrocket since then. But what have been some of the challenges that you've had to face along the way? Uh, we face challenges every single day in everything that we do um, and sometimes um, we learn from them. Sometimes they present amazing opportunities. Um, I think the biggest one for me personally um, to date has been managing inventory and cash flow. Uh, with the inventory management side of things, um, just, just learning about um, different cycles, different seasons, different quantities, um, demand forecasting, uh, managing stock that um, is returned. Um, so that has been a huge uh, learning um, learning for me. Um, and then cash flow is um, something that I'm still dealing with every single day. You know, there was a, there's a point there where I really thought that we got on top of it and then COVID hit. Um, so that's something that we've really invested in um, our learnings. We went and did a course through uh, um, the Institute of Management here in Brisbane, and that was a two-day course. And that really just took us over the basics. Stevie um, has a background in communications. I was a lawyer, so no financial training um, whatsoever. I kind of knew what a PL was and what a balance sheet was. And now I know them very well, very familiar with them. Um, and we really um, emphasise, um, particularly within the team, making decisions for commercial reasons. Um, because we can have, we, we all have these brilliant, great marketing ideas and these great new ideas for products. But at the end of the day, we have to um, continue to be a sustainable business and um, not knowing our numbers and how that impacts the wider business is a, a big part of um, what we do, or particularly what I do on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that so many small business owners face the, you know, the challenges that come with cash flow and uh, different periods and seasons and things like that. And for both of you, you didn't actually come from the fashion industry. Had you worked in fashion before? No. Well, we joke, my grandfather still darns my socks and I still use sticky tape when my hem falls down. But I found out there's actually proper hem tape now. So um, absolute no idea when it came to um, working in business or fashion. Um, I do think that it was really good for us having um, no idea at all because we really started from, um, from basics. And that's one of the key things about our product is that 
um, we don't just have a sample size from a size eight and um, grade up like most traditional fashion brands do. Every single one of our products is fitted on a, um, a person in that size category. Every single one of our products has a different pattern for a different size. Um, and we really try and test and um, make sure that it's fitting the female form. A lot of um, legging brands just have a straight leg when they make their leggings. If you have a look at our patterns, they're lines like this. And I, I remember when we went to a local factory here to, uh, that was going to help us with um, uh, our supply issues and they were looking at the patterns and they're like, oh, there's something really, really wrong with you. Like, you can't do this. And they kept trying to change it and we are just like, stick to the pattern. We know what we're doing because we've got this. So, um, yeah, we've, we've really learned um, through through the process. We've got a great manufacturing partner um, who's our main manufacturing partner here in Brisbane. We do work with multiple factories um, across Australia and also overseas. Um, but she has really held my hand um, from day one and taken me through the processes, taught me the difference between a twin needle and a flat lock stitch and all sorts of things that I had no idea existed and um, are still learning, like still sitting down at the machine with her when I go out there um, because I have these great ideas about what I want to do and she'll say, no, you can't do that or this is the better way. Um, and so we really approach it with an open mind and trying to solve problems as opposed to going with what the pattern makers have been saying for the last... <laughs> I think it's great to have um, people around you who can support you through your business. And I know that you guys are really passionate about supporting other women as well. And you've had some great collaborations quite recently this year. So can you tell us about the work that you're doing with Share the Dignity? Yeah, absolutely. So we're into our third, third year, year. Um, yeah. collaborating with um, Rochelle. No, sorry, fourth. fourth. Yeah, sorry fourth year, my goodness, uh, we met Rochelle from Share the Dignity uh, at your event, at the awards, um, and um, as fellow Brisbaneites had a great connection, um, and we really wanted to uh, use the business, use the platform um, to help what she's doing there. So we do a limited edition um, tie every, every year, which um, coincides with their Move for Dignity um, campaign, um, and we donate a proceeds from um, every sale. Um, to the charity, which has been really, really well received both from our community and from her community. Um, and we're really excited. We're about to release the details um, shortly of this year's print. Yeah. One thing I do love about this promotion, um, of this collaboration as well, um, is that we've been able to involve the volunteers from the organisation in the photo shoots. This year we'll be involving um, the Share the Dignity community in a different way, but that's about to be um, announced mm -hmm. very shortly. Um, so there's just lots of ways of getting the community involved that's not just, um, uh, you know, here, here's a pair of tights, um, you know, please purchase them. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that you're giving back in that way and that you're supporting women through this initiative and really supporting the work that Share the Dignity does to you know, help all those women out there. That's wonderful. And you've had another collaboration with another one of our Osmopreneur Award winners recently uh, with Bobby Lockyer. Can you tell us about that project? Yes, that was such an exciting project. And when we, uh, Bobby and I connected uh, probably, oh, it was about February or March last year, and we started chatting. And one of the things that um, we really wanted to do was 
um, to create some beautiful artwork that represented um, women. And um, she tells this beautiful story of the Brolga in the dream time and that um, the Brolga is strong and she's passionate. Um, and so uh, Bobby, um, she uh, painted, hand painted the um, painting um, herself. Um, she filmed it all. Um, I had hoped to head over to Port Hedland to photograph and do the campaign um, with her, but COVID um, got in the way there. So Bobby and her girlfriends based in Port Hedland uh, photographed the campaign um, out there. And the images, if you haven't seen them, are just so spectacular. They are the most beautiful images that you'll ever see. Um, and then at the same time, um, we did our e-commerce product shots in-house here and we did a call out on our community. And we had, I think there was six Indigenous uh, ladies that live in the local southeast Queensland area and they came in and I was about 10 minutes late to um, the shoot and they were all in here and they were all laughing. And I was like, oh, you all must know each other. And they're like, no, no. And um, they had the best time. And um, Bobby and I were on the um, a video conference call at the time that the e-commerce shoot was going on and I, I bought it out and um, she got a chance to say hello um, to the girls and it was the most beautiful moment. There was just tears everywhere and um, it was just such a lovely celebration of women and friendship and, um, yeah, definitely one of probably my proudest um, uh, collaboration today. Oh, that's beautiful. So great to hear that. Um, what a great story. And I love that, yeah, you're, you're including all kinds of women. It's not just body sizes, but, you know, different cultures and everything like that in your story. I think that's really beautiful. So what have, what have some, been some of your proudest achievements across the time that, you know, in the last five years? I think for me, um, it probably sounds silly, but one of my biggest achievements is actually just starting the business. Um, I think everyone, you know, has great ideas. You can have multiple ideas, um, but the actual doing it and starting it um, is a big leap and it's a big uh, leap of faith and a commitment um, to do those hard yards. I mean, Nadia and I, not only do we have young kids at the time, but we're also both back at work. So this was our passion project on the side, night times, weekends, um, and we did that for probably a year until we launched in the getting ready to launch. And then for the first year of the business, we were running the business and also working in full-time jobs. So um, I think going, doing those hard yards and going through the grind, I'm really proud that we did that because it was really hard. It was really, really hard. Um, but, you know, we're reaping the, 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 you know, the rewards and the outcome of, of that now. Um, I think there's, you know, the misconception that, um, starting a business as a mum is, you know, you get to have the best of both worlds. You get to be at home with your kids and you get to have a business. And it's great. And it is great. I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm so happy we've done it. Um, but, you know, it's tough. And, you you know, we missed a lot of, um, you know, school events and, um, you know, birthday parties and our own social events and things like that in the first year. Um because we were working and, um, you know, we were lucky because we had each other. So I wasn't, you know, working on my own. I was, you know, working with my best friend and um, doing something we were really passionate about. But, you know, at the same time, it, it, you know, it's hard work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I wanted to talk about that. Your best friends and your business partners, how do you make it work? Uh, look, uh, in retrospect, I don't think we really thought about it too much um, going into it. We both, you know, we 
love the idea of active truth and you know we were friends we got along um but um now i mean we work really really well together um we balance each other out a lot um in our strengths um we both really support each other um through work but also personally you know our kids both our youngest and our eldest are all our best friends same school so we're you know constantly I mean, I think we communicate our logistics um, more with each other than we do our husbands because mm-hmm. who's picking up who and when are you going to be here and what are we doing? So <laughs> I guess we support each other um, in that way. We definitely support each other um, emotionally through the, you know, the highs and the lows of, of running a business. So, um, you know, I think we're really, really fortunate and, you know, it's one of my favourite things about being in, at Active Truth is working together. Um, and we do, you know, we've got different areas of the business that we focus on, but we do overlap a lot and we like, you know, we talk things out um, and make a lot of decisions together still. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, I think it's really important to have shared values and a shared shared vision when you're in a business partnership, but it's also important to have different skills and it feels like that's what you guys have. You've got those complementary skill sets where, you know, you specialise in communications and you've got the legal background but you have that shared vision of supporting women and inclusion and, and diversity and, and all of that and put that all together and it's a winning formula. So, yeah. yeah really cool. you know, we have a shared work ethic as well and a you know, yeah, shared vision of where the, we want the business to, to go. So. Yeah, it's fantastic. So what advice would you have to someone who was starting out in business that had an idea? Um, what, what would you say to them? I would say, and this is always a really difficult one, um, I think for me in, with retrospect is really um, understanding, um, for me, I, like I've definitely come from that figures background, is really understanding it. what, you know, is it a business or is it a passion project? Um, I think, you know, one and the other part is really understanding your why and your customer and, and what you're doing, but making sure from the get-go that, it is something that can be sustainable moving forward because there are lots of brilliant ideas. Um, but I'm also conscious of, I have seen a lot of friends invest a lot of time, a lot of money um, into projects that were sort of never sustainable from the from the start. In saying that though, that is it's probably significantly cheaper than going and doing an MBA or something like that, and you learn from those experiences. Um, but definitely um, really having that um, full understanding of what a business actually is as opposed to just a, a product or a service that you're offering. Mm-hmm. So, and I think for me, understanding um, yeah, your why and what's your point of difference. I mean, I think when we told people that we were going to start an activewear brand, everyone's like, I mean, is there not enough active brands in the world already? So, and, you know, if we did just mm-hmm. um, do what everyone else was doing and have some nice prints on there, we would probably would have gotten nowhere. Like really, what is our point of difference? Who is our customer and how are we going to stand out? And I think, too, that's something that like, even when you're starting, I mean, obviously we're talking about starting out, but this is what Steve and I do every single day. We were talking about um, our um, email marketing plan for the next three months and we're like, what, you know, what unique selling points are we, um, you know, really going to focus on this month and get up to the November sales, you know? We're going through an educational phase with our customers at the moment. Um, and so always coming back in every decision we make um, as to what those unique selling propositions are. And even with our product development team earlier on in the week, we started looking forecasting for next year. 
um, and we're really looking at um, the data from, uh, for example, our returns data. People can um, put in, you know, what um, why they've returned the product. But we do a survey every year that surveys customers about different aspects of the business. We go through that in significant detail. We hop on the phone. We get feedback from the customers, customer service team. So we really, really hone in on um, what what it is that um, makes us different and why people. Um, like us too like that's also um, really understanding um, the people that are having issues but also you know why people why people like us because if we can replicate that um, across the broader spectrum we'll continue to have a really positive impact i think so i think you know the customer experience is so important and it's something that we are really focused on um, and having an exceptional customer experience particularly for us because a lot of our customers have had really bad experiences in the past, um, whether it's just shopping online, fashion in general, um, active wear. So um, how can we support them through the process um, and give them a great experience? Um, and, you know, now we do that for things like um, free express shipping and online um, returns portal, um, live chat. They went to things. We couldn't afford to do that um, when we were starting the business. We were on a budget, but we did handwrite cards. We did pick up the phone and give someone a call, um, and, you know, get their feedback um, and introduce ourselves. So there's different things you can do at different stages of the business. Um, but for me, a customer experience um, is so important um, to get them coming back and shopping with you again, to get them telling your friends, you know, how great your brand is. Yeah, and I think one thing that we say too is a, one small good customer experience can do so much more than just sending out a 20% off discount code to someone like that long-term customer loyalty comes from those experiences. Yeah, I love that. That's such great advice. And you can tell that the customers have been, you know, a big part of your vision from day one. The fact that, as you said, you'd, you'd handwrite notes and give them a phone call in those early days. And now you've got more advanced systems, but you've been consistent with that, with always thinking about the customer experience and how you can look after your customers that's that they're fantastic tips thank you so the next thing i'd love to chat about is you've both got still quite young kids how do you manage motherhood running this growing business um and looking after your, yourselves as well your own self-care <laughs> well that goes like this quite a bit <laughs> mm -hmm. it does. Um, oh, there's there's no magic bullet i think it's um for me it's just checking in um, with, you know, the different areas of my life. I think, you know, particularly over COVID in this year, um, you know, I'll be honest, we have run ourselves into the ground um, and there will be, I think, just the pendulum swings. Um, sometimes we're doing, looking after ourselves better than other times. Um, but um, I think, you know, we don't do everything perfectly. Nadia's kids tease her because nothing's ever homemade, you know. And we're like, well, you're getting a nutritious meal and someone else might have made it, but that's okay. Um, so I think, I don't know if that's an answer, it's, you know, accept the fact that you can't do everything. Think about the parts that are important for you, you know. Home cooking might not be a priority. Nadia also spends a lot of time kicking footy and bowling cricket balls at a kid. So, you know, it's, uh, you know you've got to choose the areas where you want to focus. I think too, um, despite also working together, uh, we also train together and that really keeps us accountable and, you know, so that we, you know, being realistic, so that we can do it, we do get up at five, 
quarter to five mm. every morning and we're training together at five o'clock every morning and you know that's not for everyone and you know that's not always sustainable forever as well um, and we also mm. listen to our bodies um, there was a period there uh, particularly during COVID where our bodies just couldn't train at that intensity that we used to so we did we walked together we take the dogs for a walk we did yoga um, we're feeling better at the moment, so we're um, in the gym a little bit harder at the moment. Um, but I think that accountability um, just it gets me out of bed in the morning because I know I've got to pick Stevie up. So, <laughs> um, so I think that really helps having that someone to share that with. I love that. I love that that you yeah that you support each other um, with your health and fitness goals as well as you know in the business and. As you were saying before, picking up the kids from school and all of that. It's just we spend a lot of time together. No, it's so good. So good. I'm very passionate about the sisterhood and connection and women supporting each other. So yeah, I love to see that you guys are walking the talk and, and living that. It's wonderful. So final question. What do you think is the secret to success? Um, I think for me at the moment, it's really, it's having that passion um, and really believing in what I'm doing. And I think for a little while there, um, I lost it uh, recently. And there was just a couple of things that have happened in the media, um, in-house here, that's um, really reignited that fire for me. And like, I'm like yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. This is what I believe in. Um, I want to make a difference in the community. I want to make a difference um, for my family. I know that, you know, I'm there. I'm financially supporting my family. I know that I'm a role model for my children. Um, they come into the office. They see what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. They're out at the factory. Um, they love talking about products. I've got one child that will walk into anywhere and feel he's eight and he'll feel fabrics. Um, so I know I'm a good role model. I might not be a good cook, but I'm a good role <laughs> model in other aspects. Um, <laughs> And I think just really it, it's my way of making a difference. Um, the, the fact that we can have such an incredible input um, or involvement with community groups, um, you know, we have those big collaborations with Share the Dignity. Um, Steve and I recently um, raised 15 grand for Vinnie's through the CEO Sleep Out. But um, we also have this um, a philosophy where we contribute to essentially any small community group that um, asks us um, through in-kind donations or vouchers. So I know across Brisbane, we've contributed to over a thousand different PNCs, school groups, hockey groups, you name it. Um, and for me, it's my way of being able to give back, um, which I just haven't been able to do before. And that really drives me um, uh, about making a difference and really wanting to see and drive that change, um, particularly in marketing and products around um, diversity and inclusivity, inclusivity, because I think Australia, we're making progress, but um, we are so far behind and there is so much work to do. And um, I have definitely refound that, uh, ignited that fire in me again to um, really go hard there. And how about you? What what do you think is the secret to success? Um, I think for me, it's been um, I 
think when things, you know, pushing through a fear, essentially, um, I think when we're uncomfortable with things, when we're scared about doing things, it's normally a sign that you actually need to push through um, to get you to the next level. So I think there's been so many times throughout our journey um, that we've been nervous about doing things, whether it's just from the start, from telling our friends that we're starting a business to approaching an influencer to doing a podcast um, and it's been um, really scary and, and we've just it'd be easy to go oh I'm not going to do that it's out of my comfort zone I can't go there um, but we do just keep pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves and you know we look back and go you know oh that's easy to do now we're fine we're fine doing that but there was a point where it wasn't so you've just got to continually push yourself um, and you know being scared and being uncomfortable is actually really good thing embracing that and just yeah getting to that next level. I love that. I think that's such great advice for, for all the women out there. Just it's okay to be afraid. Just keep going. Put yourself out of your comfort zone because that's where all the magic happens. Well, thank you yeah, so much. A, uh, sorry. I was going to say, we have a philosophy <laughs> that if you're not getting rejected and you're not getting no's, you're actually not asking enough people and you're not putting yourself out there enough. So we do actually um, celebrate the no's, but we accept that, you know, Getting no's and pushback um, is is part of putting yourself out there as well. So um, don't take it to heart. Just think the more no's, you're closer to a yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been so wonderful having a chat with you and catching up and hearing about all the work that you're doing. And people can reach you at your website, Active Truth, and on, we can follow you on Instagram at Active Truth as well as Facebook. Um, yes, yeah, wonderful. Great. So, thanks so much for being here. And thank you, everybody who's tuned in. Thanks, everyone. Bye. There you go. Bye. Bye. Bye.